Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. October, November, December. This is it. It's the last three months of the year. We've been talking about tightening it up. This is the, this is the season we need to tighten up some things. Uh, if you were not here, we basically, basically we were saying the areas that you know to do. We're getting right into the word right now. The areas that you know to do, tighten it up. <laughs> A lot of us stay stagnant and we stay still because we don't know what God wants us to do. But even though you, don't, you might not have a fresh word on your new step right now, but you still know there are some things that you have yet to do that you're supposed to do. Thank you. I'm right in. We in. Yeah, I'm in. Thank you, musicians. I appreciate it. I'm right in. Yeah. So there are some things that you know to do that you have not done yet. So do what you know to do at least. I'm waiting on a word from God because I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. I don't know. You know you're supposed to change your diet. Oh, it got quiet to my right. Let me go to my left. So when you going to start eating right? Ask your neighbor, when you going to start? When, don't say tomorrow no more. Sit down. When you going to start? <clears throat> How many days have you said tomorrow? How many years have you said next year? I'm trying not to say it. I'm trying to relax. How, how many months you going to say, all right, top of the month, next month? Do not put anything else before you. Because your next word and your next assignment is not going to come to you until you complete. So what we do is we don't know what we're supposed to do, right? I mean, we, we don't do what we're supposed to do. And we, wait, we just wait on God to just... Slap us in the head with an angel telling us something. I don't know. So we stay here and we get frustrated because we repeat the, oh, here we go. We repeat the same cycles year after year after year. And we're upset at God like the Holy Ghost don't work or this God thing don't work. But this year we're not going to be frustrated at God. We're going to get frustrated at our stagnant selves. We're going to talk this morning. I think one of the biggest uh, uh, things that should have been uh, 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 communicated with new converts once you get saved is like, okay, now, now this is 50-50. I wish they would have told me it's 50-50 because I got saved thinking God about to do everything. He going to tell me when to raise this hand. He going to tell me when to put it down. He going to put my leg up and I ain't even going to, oh, I'm a, no. No. Before you got saved, you had demonic whispers. Now you got saved, you got demonic, you and Holy Ghost whispers. The Holy Ghost added a voice, that's it. Getting saved now gives you a choice. I wish I'd have known that. I wish I'd have known, okay, now you're partnering with God on a better life. He's not just boom and overwhelming you with a better life and, oh, where did this come from? I, Oh, I'm healthier and I didn't change my diet. Uh, no. No. I wish I was told you got to do your part. So live, I got to keep telling you, you cuz we ain't about to be ignorantly and immaturely frustrated at God. 
Yeah, I'm going to say it again. We're not going to be ignorantly and immaturely frustrated at God because we want to recline like kings and queens and have God and his angels feed us grapes. As if salvation made you king. No, salvation makes him king and we're his servants, we're his children, we're his people. So we have a duty. Why we get saved and act like he has an obligation? He's done his, he died. He died, he did his part. He, he completely did it, he died. Because I would have stopped, I would have stopped mid-suffer. Y'all don't hear me. If I was God in the flesh, I had all power, Alice. After that first, ah, it is finished. That's it. I said it. That's it. I don't want no more. It's finished. I'd have left Calvary so quick. Matter of fact, when they chained me to that post, I'd have been, never mind, never mind, never mind, never mind. And I'd have broke every chain. Be glad I'm not God. He did his part. Fully. And we don't even partially attempt. We just want to breathe and receive as if we're righteous by our works. No, you're righteous by his. Yeah, so we owe him everything. There should be a vehement pursuit of pleasure towards him. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? I always use if somebody was drowning, because the Bible says we were drowning in the pool of our own sins, right? So if we were drowning, like drowning, not choking underwater. Yeah, yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? Not like, oh, say, no. Drowning in the middle of the water, right? And Jesus comes and saves you. So by the time he saves you, you're unconscious. The Bible says you were dead in sin. So you're gone. You're totally consumed in the nature of sin. So you're not just underwater choking. You have drowned. He comes, saves you, resuscitates you, gives you new life, puts you in. What do you think your view of him going to be? My view will be at, at all things him. What's his name? Where's his Instagram? Where's his Facebook? How, where he lived? How can I send him money? Can I send... It will, see, y'all so selfish. You're like, I might, but I might not. What is wrong with you? Somebody who did not have to save you jumped in your mess. Ooh, you see that jump? I like that. That's why I did it like that. Reached down and snatched you out. You didn't even know him. But he knew you before you were born. Woo! And while we were yet sinners, he died. Y'all, he didn't start loving you when you started coming to church. While we were yet sinners. Now, what do you owe him? <laughs> yeah, so I don't understand. That's why I don't understand quiet praise and worship. Because it's like, in this moment, who owes who? 
I just want to know, like, should we be singing about you? I, you're gonna, I hope you make it. You're going to be okay. Your problems are going to clear on up. Oh, God. Every one of your dreams will come true. Every one of your dreams will now. Now. This ain't about you. I oh, never mind. I've already been kicked out of churches for my worship and praise expression. And I'm glad now that I have a church that can't kick me out. So if I want to jump over this podium right now. I said if I want to jump over the podium right now. See, y'all think I can't do it. That's why I'm about to do it. I just wanted to prove to them I can do it, but don't do it right now. Because I'm in the flesh. That's the flesh. And I might fall right here. That's the flesh. See? <laughs> you can't kick me out of this church. And nobody can kick y'all out of here. Don't come in here quiet like he owes you. When you die for him, then you be quiet. But since he died for you, make good God Almighty, let everything that has breath praise the Lord one time I know y'all cool I know y'all laid back I know but listen one one time scream like you owe him yeah. ah! I owe him that's the reality I owe him I came to give a message today, not a lesson. I came to give a message. I'm here to give you a text message from God. That's it. It's just a text. It's not a lesson. Well, it might be. I don't know. Let me just be quiet and tell you. The Lord told me today, he said, tell him it's time to break it up. Break it up. Look at your name and say, break it up. God told me to tell you he's destroying cycles. I feel something already. Woo. Woo, y'all, that's just for them. All right, it ain't everybody, but whoever it's for, get ready for God to destroy dysfunctional, derailing, demonic cycles in your mind, in your heart, in your family. The cycles, good God Almighty, I feel the cycle breaker in the house today. His name is Jesus. Every cycle in your life. God said, I'm breaking it up today. And I need you to partner with God on breaking it up. That's why I'm telling you that. It's just not all him. You got to do something too. Everybody ready for God to break some stuff up in your life? Are you ready to part with him, partner up with him this morning? Just scream before I even start the lesson. Scream, it's over! It's over! It's over! Every cycle. Every cycle. Destroy. In the name of Jesus. That's all he told me to tell you. I'm going to just say a few things to add to that. A few instructions. And we out of here.
empowered. Ooh. <laughs> What'd you say? That's the word I was about. I was going like, listen, you said free. Free in the name. In the name, see, y'all don't understand liberty. Most people don't like freedom because it takes responsibility. If I'm in jail, I hate jail, but I eat three times a day. I got a bed, and unfortunately, I got company. <laughs> freedom, I gotta f pay for food, I gotta find food. I got to make sure my bed is made. I got to make sure I have somewhere to lay my head. And I could be lonely some nights. Mm. It's too much responsibility and spiritual maturity to be free. So we'd rather stay bound and lame. Because the sick always are tended to. So some of us are still fake and sick and you're healed. I, I don't mean literally. I mean, yeah, I'm still going through. You ain't going through that no more. You just like the attention. Okay. You're addicted to the nurses. So you keep claiming false pains. But God said, I'm breaking that cycle this morning in the name of Jesus. I healed you. I made a way. You're free. Act like it. Live like it. Walk like it. Talk like it. Somebody scream, I'm free. Repeating bound things to get bound attention. No. You free. So that's why that kind of help ain't going to help no more. What worked in one season will not work in this season. Because God is pushing you towards wholeness. He's pushing you aggressively. Watch this. Watch this. What's the first scripture say? We said it. Uh, uh, be sober. We said this Wednesday. Be sober, be vigilant. Why? Because your adversary, the devil, in case you didn't know, you have an adversary. In case you didn't know, you got an enemy. And the enemy is not called Daryl, it's the devil. Yeah, it's not Denise. Because we are fighting Denise's and Daryl's. But there's a deeper spirit operating to attack us. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? There's a deeper spirit. I'm not saying they have a deeper spirit, but there's a deeper spirit assigned to take you out. So even if you got an attitude from them and you conquer that, you'll get an attitude from over here until you understand the attack is on you. It's not about people. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. There's a level period you got to conquer. <laughs> Be sober, be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, good God, seeking whom he may devour, which insinuates he can't devour everybody. <laughs> He's walking like, who am I allowed to wreak havoc on this week? Are y'all saying if he could have took you out, trust me by now, he would have been took you out. But look at yourself and say, I'm covered. Just go like that and say, I'm covered. Whoa, he would have been took you out. What you think he's waiting on Labor Day next year? He ain't waiting. He want to take you out right now. But there are angels encamped around about you. There are good. Uh, whoa, he can't touch you. 
He's seeking whom he, he's allowed to destroy. And God is telling you here, the people who he can destroy, who he has legal right to destroy, are those who are not sober. He gave you two things, all right? Because the, de the devil can legally devour you if you're not sober. Not if you don't belong to God. Yeah, a lot of people of God got devoured. You can start in the wilderness if you want. They all belong to God, but they were swallowed up because they couldn't get over themselves. <laughs> Be sober. Be vigilant. Now, sober does not only mean alcoholic, you know, DUI. No. Sober means to be overcome or overtaken by any emotion. I mean, uh, uh, drunk, to be drunk. Not sober, I'm sorry. To not be sober is to be overcome by any emotion. To not be able to control emotion. That's why when you drink too much alcohol or drink too much wine, you become drunk. And whatever your emotion is, everybody knows it. I love you, man. I, I love you. You just don't understand the love I have for you right now. He probably always loved you, but he expressed it because he's overcome with emotion because he's not sober. People want to fight when they, get, get off me. No, what you say? What you say? What you say? Hey, bro, that's a mirror. Oh. Drinking don't make you mad. But if your emotion is mad, it puts it in the driver's seat. God is saying always exercise temperance. I don't ever want my people without self-control. I'm not taking everything out of your, uh-uh, you're still going to have certain lusts. You're still going to have certain, I'm not taking everything out, but you have to exercise self-control over it. Okay, y'all quiet now. We think the Holy Ghost is real when we don't feel or think things. No, it's real when you got the same feelings and thoughts, but different responses. Because that thought don't control me now. I got power now. That feeling don't control me. I'm sober. I'm conscious. I know what's going on here. Hold on, I'm stepping back. Uh -uh, I know what this is. Usually that smile will get me, and I'm, I'm in your car like, where we going? Now I'm like, hold on, I'm sober. What, where, what do you want to do with me? What, what's going on? Why are you attracted to me? Where are we going after lunch? Where are we going after the movie? I'm sober. I'm not so lonely that I fall in the hands of anybody. Y'all quiet. That feeling is a liar. That feel, loneliness is a liar. It tells you this will do. No, it won't. Wait on the Lord. He will strengthen your heart. How many times do we have to make the same mistake? Are we insane doing the same things, expecting different results? It's certified insanity. Many of us have behaved insanely. 
going through the same things, expecting God to change things. When the Holy Ghost never changed things, it always changed people. Holy Ghost changes you. You change your situation. That's the whole sermon, but I'm going to just slow it down a little bit. I said, that's the whole sermon. Be sober. Don't be overtaken with any emotion, any jealousy. If you're like, oh, I thought I would have mine by now, but she got it. Don't let that turn into jealousy. Be sober. Like, cool, I'm happy for her, and I know mine is coming. In the name above all names, J E as she was. I refuse to let that become jealousy. Because to become jealous of somebody is to doubt what God has for you. Uh-oh. I don't care if they came in here stunting. If you know yours is coming, you're going to be like, go ahead, girl, because I know. Good God Almighty. I know he's not. A, God doesn't. If he did it for you. Matter of fact, if I celebrate you right now. So, be sober. Yo. Yo. I'm good. This feeling is going to be right there. Right there. That's where it's going. Uh-huh. Cool. That's where it's going to be. I'm going this way. But I'm leaving that right. I'm sober. We all get lonely too in the morning. I'm trying to be real general. I see kids in here. Just come with me. We all get, get that feeling. If you don't get that under, if you don't get control over that, self-control, it won't stop when you marry. Witness. Witness. Marriage don't deliver. God delivers. Uh-oh. 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 <laughs> Let me just count singles. <laughs> Don't think just, I know I'm just crazy right now, but when I get married, this all gonna, it's gonna, no, it ain't. No. Let me just get it out now. No! No, 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 no. That's a lie. That's a lie. Get that heat under control. Get that loin heat under control. Because <laughs> heated loins can carry over into marriage. You can be in the heat, but you're going to burn, baby, burn right there. And I'm going to be right over here. Be sober. Why does every emotion control you? Why does emotions use you and you don't use it? Thank you. You should use it. Be sober. Look at your neighbor and say, be sober. Be sober. Be vigilant. Vigilant means to give strict attention to, to be cautious, to be active. Be vigilant, give strict attention to. So not only do I have self-control and I'm not letting my emotions run me, but I'm paying attention intently to certain things. So it's one thing to have a clear head, it's another thing to be aware. You, you, you can have somebody driving that ain't drunk. They sober. But if they're not aware and cautious, you could get in the same accident as somebody who's not sober. Are y'all hearing me? So it's not enough just to not, be, uh, to not be drunk. You have to be cautious 
You have to give strict attention to certain things. If there's a cycle in your life that you hate, be vigilant. Hold on, because everything, everything is not ghostly and magic. God is just telling you, hey, be sober and be vigilant. That's deliverance. Don't be overtaken and pay attention to certain things that you don't want to do. That's it. God is so live, it don't make sense. He's so just, yeah, just don't do that. And the Holy Ghost helps you. <laughs> the Holy Ghost gives you the will and the, and the reminder. He gives you that, the energy and the, what is it called? Adrenaline, I guess. I'm saying natural terms. But the spirit, the Bible says, it's the spirit that worketh in us to do what pleases God. It's not us ourselves, but it's his spirit working in us. That's what the Bible says. So it's like adrenaline. It's like energy to do right. Because your flesh never wants to do right. Hold on. Let me just stop right there. Your flesh never wants to do right. So the fact that you are here, you should clap your hands for yourself one time. Please keep clapping. Because if your flesh had it your flesh's way, you would be home. You would be at the mall. You would be at the beach. You would be on a brunch date. You would be somewhere shopping. You would be somewhere. Keep clapping for yourself. You would be watching a movie. You will be taking a drive. You'll go to the park. If your flesh would have had it your flesh's way, you will not be in nobody's house of God listening to no word of God. But something inside of you said, get up, get dressed, go to the house of God. You got purpose. You got destiny. Be vigilant, 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 vigilant. Be, it means to be, give, a, give strict attention to. It says be cautious. It says be active. Because the enemy can devour people who are not active. <laughs> what do you do with your time? You got 24 of them things in a day. They're called hours. You got 24 hours in a day. What do you do with your time? The time you're not active, and I'm not saying do something every second because I'm all about rest. But y'all know what I'm saying. That idle time when you're just being random, you need to be alert. Don't let your mind go idle and random. Ask yourself, hey, hey, what you thinking about, Ty? Y'all, why are y'all not with me this morning? What you thinking about, Clarice, whatever your name is? What are you thinking about Johnson? Whatever your name is. Slap yourself. Hey, hold on. What you daydreaming about? Because I got to be vigilant. These last three months are serious and critical for my come up. I got to be aware of what I'm aware of. Woo. Actually, what you thinking? Wait for an answer. Never mind. Don't, don't wait for it. Never mind. Never mind. Another word for vigilant is to be active as to avoid apathy. As to avoid apathy. Apathy is basically emotionless. I don't care about nothing. The spirit of apathy is easy in this region. Just chill, just oh, whatever. You just don't feel, you don't care about much. This region is filled with retired people. Everybody kind of bringing it down in their life. They done sold their oats. Now they're going to come to Orlando to live out the rest of their years. So everybody just settle, settling. Just settling. 
come here to settle down, not to act up. But you got to stay active. Good God, are y'all hearing what I'm saying? To avoid apathy, to avoid that, I don't really care about much. I don't really, uh, yeah, it's, it's cool. I don't care. No, you got to care about something. You can't afford to be emotionless. See, this is the, ba- die your hope, excuse me. This is the balance of our God. He's a just God. He weighs the scales evenly. The first, the first uh, instruction says, be sober. Don't be overtaken by emotion. The second one is be vigilant. Don't lose your emotion. His instruction will always give you balance because he's going to always have you leaning on him for direction. God, you just told me both opposites. Which one am I going to be? I'm glad you asked me. In this season, be sober. I'm glad you asked me. In this season, be. It's about relationship, not just instruction. So be vigilant. Avoid apathy because you can fall into cycles but you can't fall out. Yeah, David Ramsey said that about debt a while ago. And I wanted to say it about cycles. You can slip into a cycle and not even realize, oh my God, what's going on? And you're caught in Charlotte's web and Charlie's web and Clarence's web. Now you're caught in a web like, how? why can't I move? Why am I not as free as I, as I once was? Because you can get tricked into being, you know, being in a cycle. But you can't just, oh, haphazardly fall out. You got to be sober and vigilant about it. So anybody that's trapped in a cycle today, it's not just about people coming like, get this off of her. Be free, girl. Be free, man. Get off of her. No. It's not always that. You got to break out. Ooh, see? Yep. Oh, God, help me deliver this word today. Because it's not mental and it's not physical. you got to have spiritual maturity and strength to break it up. All right, let's, let's go through it. Let's go through it. Let's go through it. This is what the Lord told me. This is what the Lord told me. He said, break it up, right? To break cycles, the first thing that happens that you need to break a cycle, write it down if you need to. The first thing you need to break up a cycle is Revelation. Here we go. Here we go. Because you need to know what's going on. Some of us don't even know we're in cycles. We're just frustrated with life. Or you're frustrated with a certain sect of your life. Or certain, my relationships, my finances, my mind. My, you're, you're frustrated with something about your life that's, in a, that's trapped in a cycle and you don't understand what's going on. So the first thing you need is revelation. Okay. God, uh, uh, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep, and the Spirit of the Lord moved upon the face of the waters. Verse 3 said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light, and God saw the light, that it was good. Then he separated. God didn't start working until he got revelation. Okay, the world was dark, chaotic, dark. God said, turn on the light. Revelation, I need to see the mess I'm dealing with. If you're standing in a dirty room, you don't know what's dirty until you turn the light on. Some of y'all are trying to fix your problems with the light off. 
some of y'all trying to fix relationships with no revelation no 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 lord shine your what is going on in this situation give me light and before i start working on it i need revelation on it because you can't work you can't clean up in the dark you think your bed is made up and it's made down i don't know (laughs) you have to have revelation turn the light on Get understanding and all thy getting. And all thy getting. Yeah. Watch this. It didn't say in all thy getting, receive understanding. And all thy getting, research, pray, ask people, get mentors, get a counselor, find it, go get understanding. Because we ain't about to feel sorry for you because you're ignorant of some things. Oh, here we go. It's your responsibility. Why are you walking around with a pain in your leg for 19 years? Google pain in left thighs. We just the most, God gonna do it, cock gonna do it, cock gonna do it, people. Cock gonna do it, cock, you just changed his name to cock. Cock gonna do it, cock gonna do it. Get understanding. And don't go by your own understanding. I'm just getting a little old. Uh, no. I'm getting old. I jumped out the car too fast. That's leaning on your own understanding. Somebody say, I need revelation. Because pain is prolonged without revelation. Dysfunctional relationships, you just keep getting hurt and he keeps hurting you, he keeps hurting. You need, okay, what's going on? Because I don't need this pain prolonged. Why do that word hurt me every time you say it? Let's get y'all ready for this this morning or not. Why does it hurt me every time? I need revelation. Why? Why? Come on, talk to me. You got the mic over there? Just, just shout it out, love. Whenever you got something, go ahead. That's, that's the, that's the, y'all know that's the pastor too, right? Pastor Tay, did I acknowledge you today? How you doing? All right. All right. Revelation. Be careful. Are y'all ready for this? I've got a few more. Be careful when you ask for revelation. Because when you ask for revelation, God will take you to the root. God don't do fruit. He don't do fruit. Everything he speaks is seed. So he's going to the root. He's going to the root. God, let me know what's going on because he's getting on my nerves and my job getting on my nerves. You're going to complain about something outward. He most likely will reveal something. Oh. Inward. Oh, it's getting quiet before it gets loud. Sometimes the root is your family. Adam and Eve's children were born after the fall so they were born into a curse okay now Cain gets jealous of his brother where did jealousy come from yeah my father let this sin thing in the world now I'm subject to the choices of my father I'm subject to the results of the choices of my parents it's quiet. 
You didn't choose where you were born, how you were going to be born, how many parents were there when you was born, how you was going to live, what room you had, if you had to share a room, if you had to own room, what school you... You didn't have a choice of what you was going to eat, oatmeal or no meal. You didn't have a choice. You were subject to the decisions of your forefathers. Sometimes that's the root. Now Cain is killing people. He's exaggerating the sins of the father because all fruit is exaggerated seed. One seed, many apples. It's exaggerated. One night of love with your spouse, you got a child for the rest of your life. Fruit is exaggerated seed. So what seed do you speak? When you speak stuff, you, you prophesy an exaggeration of that thing. Okay, did y'all understand what I was saying, Kinda? Whatever you speak as seed, expect much of that to come back. That's why every time you complain, you have so much more to complain about. Every time you're earthy, you get a, and you express it and you sow more seeds of irritation, you reap bountiful fruit of more irritation. So stop talking about what you irked about. Start talking about what you're grateful for. It got quiet to my left. Any praises over here, please. Start planting seeds of gratitude and you will be overwhelmed with blessings, overwhelmed with goodness, abundant fruit. The seed exaggerates sin. David, he liked women. So much so that when they thought he was dead, they put a woman in his room. They put a young girl in his room. Let king, is King David dead? You know you ain't allowed to go in there. That's the king. I know, but is he dead? He ain't moved. He's laying on the bed. Let's get a young damsel. Go on in there, sweetheart. She done went in there. Y'all crazy. Y'all crazy. Girl, stop playing like that. Anyway, tell about y'all crazy, but you really want to do it. Like, stop. Where he at? Because, <laughs> you know, I still got class. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Even though I'm about to act a ratchet mess, I want you to know going in, I got class. I'm not one of those girls that's going to do what I'm about to do. Okay, here we go. So... He had a son named Anon, Amnon, who had sex with his sister. Then he had Solomon, wisest man in the world, but has so many women, they turned his heart from God. God wasn't mad that he had a thousand women, a thousand. One thousand. I think it was 300 wives, 700 concubines. Or 700 wives, 300 concubines. Either way, it's like he ain't seen, he, he sees Susie every three years. 
and his bed is never empty. You understand what I'm saying? I ain't going to get into that. Y'all looking like, oh my God, he's talking. It's your Bible, not mine. Man, y'all clutching your pearls. Like, oh my God, he's talking about this in church. It happened in the Bible. I'm saying the son might have been caught in a cycle that started with his father. That's all I'm saying. Are your parents in poverty? Because they say one of two things happen. It's either genetics or environment. All right? So you're who you are because of your genetics. It's either in your blood or your environment. What you were exposed to, you're exposed to your parents' habits. Now you have the same sickness your parents had because you had the same habits they had. So some things don't run in the blood. It run in your habits. Your mom eat the bacon, pass it to you here, Junior. Your mom eat the ham here, Junior. So it don't run in the blood. It runs in the habits. Okay, sorry about that. <laughs> Abraham. Abraham lied to Abimelech. This ain't my wife. This is my sister. Isaac comes along years later. This ain't my wife. This is my sister. Same cycle. And that couldn't have been environment. That's not environment because Isaac wasn't there when Abraham lied about his wife. So some things are cycles that you got to break over your life, but you need to know that it's a cycle from family or you got to know the root of it so you won't be banging down the door and arguing at your job. Like, I'm sick of y'all taking me through cycles. It ain't Walmart. It's your heart. Uh-oh. Bars. Did you hear what I said? Stop being mad at Walmart and just change your heart. I need revelation. What's really going on? What's really going on? Revelation is number one. What's next? I heard Bishop Jake say, at some point in your life, you're going to have to fight your dad's demons. He said, at some point in your life, you're going to have to fight your father's demons. You're going to be faced with the same struggles as your parents, your aunties, your, and you're, going to re, you're either going to respond like them or respond differently and break the cycle. Are y'all hearing me? Can I hear some cycle breakers in here? Who's ready to break some cycle? I didn't know who I'm talking. No, I mean, who's ready like right now in the next 15 minutes to break it? every cycle? Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. So whatever it is, you're going to have to fight it. What's your parents' poverty? What's your parents' depressed? I said we're they together. One can live in Hawaii, and one can live in Haiti. Were they depressed wherever they were? Because that might be a root that I'm dealing with. Was your mom stressed when she was having you? Okay. Yeah. You could still be fighting pre-birth stuff. When you were literally connected to your mom. 
Okay, y'all understand, y'all understand what I'm saying? That's when your brain forms and all that stuff. That's, that's when you start developing right there. You could be fighting wound wars. You 40 years old, still struggling from the low self-esteem in the mom's womb because she was embarrassed to have you out of wedlock. My wife, I didn't mean to put you out there. She had, we had to struggle with that for years. But there were things that happened in the womb because her mother, I'm not putting nobody out there. She got pregnant out of wedlock at six, 16. So in church, that's the scarlet letter right there. You 16 and pregnant? Stand before the church, tell them what you did. Y'all remember that? We had like confession service. I'm like, what are we here for? I committed the sin of, I said, first of all, we ain't got time to go around the whole church and talk about what everybody did. That's number one. So we're going to praise or confess because it need to be two different weeks. Shot, my wife had to deal with that, and we didn't know that's what it was. I'm just like, Man, are you all right? Is my wife crazy? Is she going through that? She had to deal. We had to, God took us to the root, He gave us revelation. Because once you get revelation and the root is exposed, of course, now you have a choice. When you uproot that thing, it's never an issue. Another day in your did y'all hear what I just said? I'm ready for Liv to walk in some things that I'm never going to see this issue ever again. I'm never going to face this challenge ever again. I'm never going to come to this struggle. Anybody ready for some never agains? Liv, I said, is anybody ready for some never agains? Somebody scream, never again! Might be depression. Might be that. So, it's so serious. You go to the doctors, they ask about your family's medical history. Hey, man, my heart hurts. Why are you talking about, I got chest pains. Has your father ever had chest pains? Why are you asking about my dad? I'm hurting. Because they know certain things came from decisions made before you got here. Ain't that serious? So you need to check it from physical pains to mental dysfunctions to emotional dysfunctions to financial management dysfunctions to relationship dysfunctions to, to, to resolu resolution, conflict resolution, whatever. Preach that to yourself. So the devil, somebody say the devil is a liar. Say it again, the devil is a liar. One more time, say the devil is a liar. So what he would do, see the devil doesn't lie to God, he can't. So when we say the devil is a liar, we're saying he lies to you. He accuses God, he accuses you to God. He's the accuser of the brother. See? You done blessed him, look what he, you done, see? Look what he did. You see that? Look what it's in his heart. Look what he planned on doing. I told you. <laughs> so he's the accuser. But it's so much grace upon grace. God is like, oh, please, I'm not going to punish my kid. I already punished my kid. Y'all quiet. I already punished Jesus. I'm not punishing Ty because I already took Ty's sin out on Jesus. So devil, you're accusing. Your accusations are in vain because they got grace and mercy. But he's a liar, so he lies to us. So you get a pain in your side, and you're like, oh, my aunt, my aunt had 
Cirrhosis of the liver. I must got it. Or the doctors. Oh, so your parents had that? Well, it could be that you had. Now you start. Oh. All he got to do is get you to believe it and your body will follow. So he lies. Oh, your dad had that. You might have to. Oh, your dad. Oh, my God. And you walk around in fear until you manifest what you fear. Oh, this is so, so good. I'm telling you how to break a cycle. Stop that lie. The devil, you a liar. Learn how to talk. Nah, don't just receive every voice as a consideration. I'm not even considering sickness because I believe by his stripes. Oh, somebody scream, I am healed. Don't even receive certain things as consideration because I vehemently believe otherwise. So he lies using your family sicknesses. He uses your knowledge of family, of, of, of you know, you, you up late, one o'clock in the morning, and every commercial in the world for every medicine, for every sickness. And it's so demonic to put all those things in your head before you go to sleep. Do you have carbon minoxidil Maybe you suffer with biotosis and don't know this. <laughs> Have you or anybody you know suffered from death? Like, I'm sorry. Yes. You might be next. <laughs> Eat these organic bananas. I'm sorry. I'm good. You ain't never heard of none of these sicknesses, whatever. Six months later, you might have psoriatosomosis. So your knowledge of even certain sicknesses and disease. So here's the balance. Y'all ready? Somebody say balance. And all thy getting, get understanding. What's this pain? And trying to figure out what that pain is, you're going to discover 19 different sicknesses and pains. You're going to discover 1,200 new things that has to do with pain in the back that ain't your issue. Okay? So the enemy can use that as ammo against you in another season just because you know about it. And if you know about it to the point of fearing it, he can invite it into your life. But you can break the cycle in the name of Jesus. All right, let me, let me, let me keep going. So it starts with Revelation. I didn't mean to take that long on Revelation. I'm not going to take that long on the next. You can't break a cycle without Revelation because what are you breaking? If you're trying to break a cycle without revelation, you're just trying to change something that doesn't feel good. But it could be something you need. So I need revelation. Somebody say, I need revelation. I need revelation. Number two. What's, how many things I got? I got three and I got a possible four, like playing spades. How many of y'all play spades in here? You do? You like spades? I have no idea how to play it. Phase 10, Uno, that's my world. I will draw the four the mess out of you. I will skip the mess out of you. Don't play with me. Phase 10, I'll skip you twice. You again. You again. You don't play with me. But space, I don't know how I'd play that. That was demonic when I was growing up. <laughs> Woo! Woo. <laughs> 
Pray for the church, y'all. My dad said they couldn't play marbles when they was growing up, Mom G. They couldn't play marbles because the Bible says marble not. It doesn't. It says marvel, but amen. Come on. Thank God we know how to read now. Come on, let's clap. We can read. We can write. Amen. We can do it all. We can do it all. Amen. 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 Thank God for school teachers. Okay. Um, <laughs> marble not. Okay. I love you, Grandma. Thank you, thank you, thank you for raising me like you did. I, I, I... First, I need a revelation. Then, revelation always brings you to the fork in the road. An encounter with God doesn't change you. You choosing him changes you. Here we go. An encounter with God puts you at a fork in the road. You can continue how you were, or you can change completely and follow him. God does not make you follow him. God does not make you choose him. He just exposes his wonderfulness, and it exposes our horribleness. Now I choose. So, at the revelation, we need repentance. This is how you break the cycle. Now, don't get religious with the word repentance, but you can. If there are some wicked ways in us we need to change, stop. Something that needs to turn. Repent means to change your thinking. It means to turn, 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 turn from that. Go the opposite direction. I was going I-4 West. Yeah, it's that easy. Now I'm going east. The total opposite direction. Repent. Turn, change. Now I can talk about sins, okay? Repent from sins, things that you know keep you from God. I don't want to make light of that, so let me mention that. Repent. That's how you break cycles as well, because the enemy lives in sin. He lives in sinful ways. He has legal right to devour us if we're living in sinful ways. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? I know it got quiet, but we give the enemy license to destroy our lives through our sinful choices. That's why God's like, hey, don't sin. Because you're going to let that guy in and be wondering what's up with your life. It's not just something you enjoy for a minute. You're opening the door like right this way, Satan. You're right there. The drinks are to the left. Uh, hors d'oeuvres are to the right. Enjoy yourself, buddy. And that's your heart. He's not legally allowed in your life, Period. Because the blood covers your house like the doorposts. But we open the door through sin. Any disobedience to God is sin. Whatever's not of faith is, of, is sin. Okay? So through sin, the enemy has legal right to keep you in a cycle. So I don't want us complaining about cycles if we have not stopped certain sins. You can't keep the door open like, it's so hot in here, is the air on? And then you turn the air on. And you blast the air and the air is like, Aah! all ashy in your house. Trying to cool your house off. It's like me like, you feel that? Of course not. Because the door is open. That heat is coming in. I can't complain about the temperature of my life if I left the door open. It's quiet. I can't complain about things in my life if I let the door open. If I want a certain climate in my life, close the windows. Close the doors. 
All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. Repentance. Then we choose this way to change your thinking. Here we go. I'm done in like 10 minutes. Is that cool? Change your thinking. Hmm. It means to literally shift how you view things. But it's not saying, come, it's not saying view this differently. No. Repentance is viewing it God's way. It's not coming up with another way to view it. Because whatever you come up with will run out too. Well, he didn't mean to kick me. He must have been Russian. So that's your, that's what you came up with to change it. But that's not repenting and changing. Repenting is agreeing with what God says about that. We, we say it means to confess. The Bible says to confess your sins, right? Confess doesn't mean to come up here, like I said, and tell everybody what you did. Confess means to agree. It means to say the same thing as. Confess is the word homolegio. All right? I love saying this. Homolegio. Homo means same. Okay? Homo means same. Homosexuals are same sex. They're attracted to the same sex. Homo means same. Legio means uh, logo, uh, uh, logos, not legos, but logos. It means word. It means what you say. So homolegio is to confess. It means to say the same thing God says. So I say I'm depressed. He says I'm in transition. I say I'm in transition. I just confessed. I agreed with what he says about my situation. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? So you got his word versus your feelings. What do you agree with? That's repentance. Agreeing with what his view is about my life. And not saying, but God, you don't understand. You don't understand. Yeah, I was tempted at all points. I do understand. To repent means to agree with, with what God says about your life or your issue, whatever you take to him. My bills are stacked up, God. I know that. Well, you need more order in your life. Oh, that's, I, need, I need more order. Yes. That's confession. That's repentance. That's where change comes and where cycles are broken. This is not, a, I, that's why I wanted, to say, I wanted to say the title up front. Breaking the cycles because I knew we would all rejoice. Because everybody wants somebody to come with the key and just unhook your shackles and go ahead. No. That's why we're all still where we are. Because we're expecting Superman to come and rip everything off of our lives that we have strength to take off. Confess. Confess. I agree with what you say, God. I agree. I lay down my pride and I agree. Your way is right. Somebody say your way is right. One more time, say your way is right. So you change your thinking and you change your words. I'm almost done. I'm going to stop getting on your nerves in a minute. But this is why successful people are successful. They do the hard inner things. They do the hard things inwardly. They do the hard inner disciplines. And they have success. This is why everyone is not successful. Everyone is talented. Everyone is not successful. Everyone is gifted. Everyone is not successful because they don't have disciplines. They don't like sermons like this. They don't like, I got to do it. Yes, you got to do it. Or enjoy that low level. I'm sorry, Liv. I got to go up. I got to go.
higher. I got to get better. I got to get wiser. I got to go get it. It's spiritual, yeah. Yeah, I got you. I wish you had a mic. It's spiritual. This ain't no life coach. This ain't no self-help. This ain't no four steps. It's spiritual. The first thing I said you need to do is get revelation. That means you got to ask God. I should have backed up. You got to know him. Maybe I'm talking too far and I left y'all. Do we know him? Oh. You got to know him. You have to know him. And the only way you know him is if you seek him. Don't blame Liv. I've been going to live for a year. I don't know God. That's you. Because Liv wasn't here two years ago. You should have known him then. Seek. Seek him. Lord, I need to be close. Oh, Lord, we might need to. Oof, yeah. We, yeah. Amen. Let me get this lesson done. I hear you, Lord. You change your thoughts. You agree with his thoughts. Then you change your words. You change your words. Start speaking what you now believe are you hearing what i'm saying i know i said a little bit earlier you start speaking what you believe ladies and gentlemen in here you look beautiful and i'm glad you're here i know you all love god but how many of you all speak towards destiny and purpose no 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 no, no. stop 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 how many of us speak towards purpose and destiny in our lives how many of us have conversations with friends like and it's come up combos yeah, yeah and it's godly combos this is what i'm talking about yeah if i if you agree with what god says does your friend know what god said about your life this is what i'm talking about you got a best friend and they don't know the word of god over your life that's this is what i'm talking about so before y'all start clapping like i do talk towards my <laughs> i ain't talking about why you praying and god give me my dreams no friends Family, everybody should know what God is saying to you. Because you should create accountability all around you. This is come up stuff. It's tough, but it's, it's, it's real. If I want you to beef up, I'm not going to give you two pound weights. I'm going to give you something that will challenge you. And this word today is going to challenge you. But when you lift it, good God Almighty, you're going to be free. You're going to be stronger. You're going to have authority. Let me talk a little softer now on my closing. On my first closing. I got three visitors. <laughs> we don't talk. We, our conversations are not perpetually godly or towards. We're not, we're not vigilant in our conversations towards come up. Everybody around me know. I'm, hey, yo, God is doing this. We're doing this. God is doing this. That, everybody around me know. Everybody that's close to me, no. I'm not bragging. It wasn't always like that. But successful people got to get people around you like, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? I'm about to come up. I'm about to start my business. God done told me is, you need, y'all, I can't do this. I can't do this. Everybody around you, girl, did you do it today? Boy, did you make it happen? Did you do what you said? Did God do it? What happened? Whoa, that's, I can't wait for Liv to get there. I can't wait. I saw it. I just saw it. I just saw a culture of believers that encourage each other. I saw a culture of believers that send praise text messages, that send worship. I just saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I saw it. I'm not talking about post. I mean text messages. 
Do you talk about where God has you? Do you talk about where you're going in God? Why is that foreign? And we're, child, we're children of God. We, sab- we self-sabotage, y'all. I'm almost done. I hope I'm not bringing y'all down. We self-sabotage. All right, let me give y'all two examples. You ready? Y'all ready? All right. I got to catch a plane at 3.30 anyway. Is it 3.30 or 2.30? Okay. So I'm about to leave. I said it last week. I think Elizabeth was pregnant. Not with Jesus. Mary was pregnant with Jesus. Elizabeth was pregnant with John the Baptist. Mary comes to Elizabeth. First of all, I'll take a side street really quick. How much time y'all got? She got her purse like the next two minutes, if you can, Pastor. I see you. I love you. Let me just take this side street really quick. All my teens in here, make some noise, teenagers! Okay, to all seven of y'all, listen to this. Listen. So Mary got word like, you're pregnant with Jesus. <gasps> but I don't, even ha- I don't even know a man. I know the Holy Spirit has. She runs to Elizabeth, who was six months pregnant, but the baby wasn't moving. Hold on. So let me talk about this really quick, because this is just amazing to me. This is just amazing to me. Mary was between 13 and 15 years old. When she was pregnant with Jesus. Teens, you're not too young to carry Christ where you go. Why did it get quiet and live? I thought the parents would be jumping for joy. You are old enough now to carry Jesus everywhere you go. You ain't too young. You can say something. You ain't too young. You can. Yeah, Yeah, keep clapping, parents. Let them teens hear you. Right now, you can carry them. You can handle it. God chose that age. So that means Joseph was like 16 to 19. And he had to believe that that was God. At not 16, y'all are not hearing me. Between 16 and 19, they had to believe that. And here we are, 40, struggling what we believe. I don't even know what my side street was. Anyway, the mother of John, the father of John the Baptist, God shut his mouth because he didn't believe that they could have a kid. So the angel said, Elizabeth, you're going to have a son, John the Baptist. Man, we ain't going to have no. They made him dumb. God made him dumb from that moment until the baby came out. He had to write down the baby's name on a piece of stone or whatever they had. Says, Father, what's the baby's name? What? What? (laughs) He had to write it down, John. He wrote it down, boom, his mouth opened. Gave God praise. But God shut his mouth for a reason. Because you can self-sabotage miracles. I said you can self-sabotage miracles in your life. Everything is not the enemy. Sometimes it's just your big mouth. Oh, I'm about to talk. I'm about to talk. Everything ain't Satan. It's your fruit. This stuff I like shouting off of right here. See, ain't nobody shouting but me. The reason why I'm shouting is it's easier if it ain't Satan. It's me. Oh, that's easy. All I got to do is change. See, if it's Satan, I got to fight. But if it's me, I just got to change. You get to choose today whether to fight or change. 
I ain't here today. It's cool. I'm out. It's cool. I'm glad it's me and it's not Satan. I'm not trying to make you feel bad. I'm trying to encourage you and let you know you got authority. You ain't got to sit and wait for no angel to change your situation. Change your thoughts. Change your words. Change your life. Break this cycle up. Scream at somebody and say, break it up. Y'all can get on. I'm about to leave. Y'all can get on. Woo! Are y'all ready for this? I got two more things. Y'all ready? Repent. Repent. Change. The enemy loves cycles. After you get revelation and repent, then you need to, this is what he told me, release. You cannot break this cycle without releasing. Listen, y'all. This is what he told me. Listen. Listen. Release. He said, tell them to get rid of excess weight. Okay. Lay aside every sin and the weight that easily besets you. He told me to tell you this. He said, some cycles are broken when some forgive. Sorry. I got to say it. Hate me. Hate me tonight, but I got to say it today. Some cycles will continue because you have not forgiven. So it's a cycle that you think is around you that's controlling you, but you're actually holding it. Imagine yourself holding a cycle. We're keeping it in our lives, mad that it's in our lives. Forgiveness. Y'all, okay. I need to preach that woman down loose or something. That's just a joke. I'm just talking. Excuse me. Your forgiveness will break a cycle in your life. Forget. Oh, 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 oh. When Job prayed for his friends, his captivity was turned. Nobody was as sick as Job recorded in the Bible before him. Dogs was licking his womb. He was in the worst shape ever. His friends was like, man, you, man, you, man, you. His friends became his enemies. What did he do? He forgave. He prayed for them and his situation changed. The Bible spoke nothing about his friend's situation. We don't know what happened to the friends he prayed for. But we see what happens to him when he prayed for his. Live. I need y'all to get this. Your prayer ain't releasing them as much as it's releasing you. Your forgiveness is not releasing them as much as it's releasing you. But we are so stubborn and prideful. We will not even humble ourselves enough to be free. It takes humility to forgive. And because we're like, no, they owe me. Nah, you don't know. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, yeah. So enjoy that. I'll see you 2019 and I know exactly what you're going to be doing. Because you got to be so nah, nah, nah. Cool, cool, cool. Don't complain about the cycle. Don't complain that things don't work out in your life. Don't complain that I can't get no relationship. Don't complain that you ain't got favor in your life. Don't complain that your body is not healed. Don't complain if you choose to harness offense. I don't want to preach this, but I got to. I didn't want to. I was sick the whole ride. I asked him. I was in the car like, I, I, I don't want to. 
I don't want to say this. I'm dealing with some of this stuff. This ain't just y'all. I'm going through it too. But we all coming up. Woo! Y'all. Why get mad at the word? Get mad at the enemy. Get mad at the devil. We have an adversary that we're going to defeat today. Somebody scream, today is my day. No, no, I'm not letting y'all get away with that. I said scream, today is my day. I'm breaking it. I'm breaking it up. 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 See, y'all spiritual. Y'all know what I'm doing. Even right now, I'm breaking something up. I'm warning the spirit. High five three people and say, I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. Tell them I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. I'm breaking it up. Today is my last day going in circles. Today is my last day going in cycles. I'm breaking up in the name of Jesus. We need a praise break right here, right here, right here. No, 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 no. Just hold it out. Somebody give God praise right here. Break it up. Break it up. Break it up. Yeah. This cycle has got to go. This circle has got to go. This struggle has got to move. Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. See, you got to get radical sometime. Y'all sitting there too cute. You got to get radical sometime. Because there was a woman that had an issue of blood for 12 long years. Some people have been dealing with something in here since 2006. God says today is your day of liberation. She had an issue of blood for 12 years. Some studies say she was on her menstrual consistently. Her cycle. Okay. Ladies, be careful during your cycle. The enemy knows that at least one week out of the month, you're vulnerable in certain areas. Your guards are lowered in certain areas. You're more temperamental. You're more attitudinal. The enemy loves pattern and cycle because he can plan demise. So every month around a certain time, I know, let me get hurt with it. Man, you, man. Can I just talk to you? I'm not saying, this is what my wife told me. So what you know about, I'm not, she told me. So calm if thou down. You're susceptible, you're vulnerable, you're almost drunk and not sober. So the enemy at least knows once a month, I can get in her psyche. Are you hearing what I'm saying? At least once a month, I know we can plan 
some dysfunction. Ladies, try to even be sober in your cycle. Know what's, know, what, know what's PMS and know what's a real issue you need to address. This little young boy up here talking. Yes, yes, I've been married. I've been 20, 20, 21 years this year. I know a little something about something. Be sober even on your cycle. The enemy can use your natural cycle to disrupt your house. Or your life. If you live by yourself, you're going to disrupt. You just depressed once a month, one time a month, every month. Why? You just feel extra lonely one week out of every month. Why? Cycle. And I'm not saying you're not going to go through it anymore, but it ain't going to control you no more. We breaking the cycle today. I'm breaking something this morning. I'm not leaving till it's broke in the name of Jesus. We breaking that cycle today. We will have mature, sober women in the house of the Lord that have temperance and know how to control their emotions. Thank you. I love it all. Thank you. She had an issue. Let me end it. Thank you. Thank you all for coming. I'm just ending it. She had an issue for 12 years. Well, she heard that Jesus was passing by. Ooh. When she heard that Jesus was passing by, she said, this is about to be my moment. And she saw the whole crowd around. And she knew the law. If I'm unclean, you can't touch a man. You're not even supposed to be in public, really, if you're on your menstrual in, that, in those days. So I know I'm breaking some rules. But I, if I can just touch... I need some desperate people in the house this morning that says if I gotta crawl, I ain't too proud to crawl. And I gotta touch the hem of his garment. Cause I know if I touch him, I'll break the cycle. I'll break the dysfunction. I'll break the issue. Anybody in here radical this morning? Anybody in here desperate this morning? Anybody don't care how you looking for the... Y'all ain't going hard after God. Let me hear you go hard. I'm done. Yee. Everybody stand. Cycles break. When you get a little radical. Revelation. Repent, release. I got one more. So release is to get rid of weight, little habits, whatever, and sins. Get rid of that. Forgive people. They don't even have to know you do. Y'all hear what I said? You don't have to call them and say, hey, I want you to know I forgive you. No. In your heart, just, uh, it happened, and thank God it happened, and it's not happening. Look at your neighbor and say, it happened. That's the good news, that D, that E-D stands for good news. E-D, good news. It happened, it's not happening. 
So you can more easily forgive because it's not happening. If it is happening, you can still forgive, but there may need to be a conversation if they're close. Another thing in release is be honest. So forgive, and then for your relationships that you do, be honest. Some people might need to know, I don't feel like it today. Oh, no, it's no problem. But the more you're dishonest with you, the more the real you got to step back and be frustrated that it can't live. You don't got to be mean or mad to say, I'm not in a good mood today. But be honest. That frees you. Cycles continue in dishonesty. And I'm not saying you're lying, but that smile is not what you feel like giving right now. I'm not saying at work, you got to be professional. I mean, to intimate, close people who know you, Sam, I'm just not feeling good today, but I love you, bro. You know I love you. Forgive me for not, you know, jumping on you when I saw you, but I... Be honest! Because I got to be free. I can't be, hey, how you doing? And you just... I was talking to him, I was talking this week. And it's like, you can be bound by your brand to people. So if you, I'm always the happy go, hey, what's up, y'all, y'all good? Here come Ty, he about to, y'all know Ty about to, but I might be like, hey. I used to have radio interviews like six in the morning, like Erica Campbell show or before it was Yolanda Adams. And you had to get up like four o'clock in the morning to go to her radio station. <sighs> Do you know how early that is? It's four o'clock in the morning. <sighs> so I had to get up and they're like, you can't imagine who we got in the studio today. It's the one and the only Mr. Energy himself. Mr. Victory. Mr. He turned it. Mr. Work it out. I know you're not ready for this, but ladies and gentlemen, please tell your radio. We're getting ready for Mr. Ty Trivet. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm tired. Oh my God, what's wrong with you? Where's that energy? Where's that energy we always see? Well, every time you see that energy, it's the PMs. 8 p.m. <laughs> it ain't 4 a.m. <laughs> so at least be fair to me. But me trying to stay committed to a brand drained me. So everybody's happy with their interview and I'm in a cycle. So I got to forgive and I got to be honest. With certain people that don't know me like that, I'm professional and spiritually mature. I give you that, hey, because you don't know me. Good to see you. How are you? Good. I can't do that here. Be honest. I like it. I don't like it. I feel like you don't have to be mean to express dislike. You just got to be mature and honest. Action neighbor, can we talk? Who used to say that? Nan, the, the, the nanny, the nanny. Fran dresser, Fran. Y'all know her? Thank y'all. I thought y'all was young. You do know that. Can we talk? She was so New York. <laughs> Look at you. You from New York? What part of New York? Long Island. Okay, I heard that Long Island. Sit down somewhere. I love you. Thanks for coming. You break cycle. Nobody can break your cycle. That's the bad and good news. That's the worst and greatest news. Nobody can break your cycle but you. Tell somebody what your cycle is. Tell somebody what you're trying to break out of. Create accountability around you. 
so they'll know next month this time. It's Thanksgiving. You good? You still? What, did you change that? Did you create accountability? If you want to change, go for it. The Lord told me to tell you this, and I'm leaving. Come stand with me, love. He told me to tell you this. The Lord told me to tell you. Well, first of all, this is, not, this is studies. The word cycle is not in the Bible at all. It's not in the King James Version at all. The word cycle. Cycle means to go round and round and round, and the same thing happens. The same thing. Yes, children of Israel, that's cycles. He said, tell them to go from cycles to seasons. I could not wait to tell y'all that. I waited the whole service just to say that. the cycle by living by seasons seasons change though they come every year it's never the same cycles are the same Sunday is the same Sunday but it's different because God works in seasons you can have the same day but it can be completely different because it's not a cycle you're going to have winter. And, and, and understand seasons. When you understand seasons, you don't hold on to one too hard. You in college and you got a best friend, that's college. I understand that's the season. I'm not in college anymore, so I don't expect that tight relationship. If I keep it, praise the Lord. But if not, I understand I'm in a different season. If y'all don't learn to move... Lest is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delaws is in the light of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, whose leaves shall not wither, and what, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Whoa, leaves shall not wither? Whoa. So that means in God, when you're in Christ, it's always your season somewhere. I couldn't wait to say that this morning, Sam. I wrote it. I could not wait to say it this morning. It's always your season somewhere. <laughs> it might not be my financial season, but it's my organizational season. It's my planning season. See? This might not be your fruit season, but it might be your break the ground season. It might not be your move in it season, but it might be your get your credit together season. Tell your neighbor, it's always my season. My leaves don't wither, and whatever I do prospers. It's always my season. It's always my time. It's always my moment. The favor of the Lord is upon me. And if it's not my season here, I need to ask God, where's my season? Is it my season to rejoice or to get it together? It's always your season somewhere but be fluid enough to be open to moving to where God wants you to be don't be so stuck on what you want I want summer that you go back to New York freezing with a tank top and shorts on like I want summer <laughs> now you sick 
because you're not dressed for the season. It's time to know what time it is. It's time to know what season I'm in. Break the cycle. Start the season. <laughs> Break up cycles. Start up seasons. Tell your neighbor, it's startup season. Start it up. I'm going to preach that next week. Start it up. Oh, Jesus. I love Jesus. I feel like I'm the only one this morning. The Bible says you know who's a real child of God by how they handle alignment and correction. Did y'all receive this word today? Let me see where the children of God are at. Let me see where the Jesus lovers are. Let me see where the true worshipers are. Let me see where the sons and daughters are. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.